Are you ready to become a VIP? Do you have a cell phone that you can text on? Then consider this an exclusive invitation. As a VIP, you will receive special secret offers via text. These items are usually free and they are always must-have craft supplies from beloved brands. Send us a text and become a VIP at scrapbook.com. Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. Before we get started, we wanted to share a review of the podcast left by KJ Jennings. And KJ Jennings said, great podcast for memory keepers and crafters. Love listening to all the episodes. Great topics and wonderful to hear from my favorite memory keepers and scrapbookers like Shamel and Allie Edwards. Great to listen to while crafting. So thank you for those kind words. And if you would like the chance for your review to be read on the podcast, please consider leaving us one as it will help other crafters like you to find us. On today's episode, we are once again joined by our scrapbook.com colleague, Melissa Hopkins. If you missed our die cutting episode with Melissa, be sure to go back and check that out. She is an expert crafter with over 20 years of experience, and she's one of our designers and talented team members that helps develop our scrapbook.com products. And on today's episode, we are discussing everything you need to know about foiling. So welcome to the show, Melissa. Hi, Stephanie. How are you? Doing great. We are so excited to have you back. You just have so much knowledge and information on every crafting topic, but specifically today, we're going to be talking about foiling. So Melissa and I talked a little bit about before we started recording, and I don't know a lot about foiling. It's not something I've ventured into. It's kind of been intimidating for me. But as I talk to her and I'm learning more, I'm getting really excited to go out and start purchasing some things that I can start creating with. And I just appreciate Melissa so much because I think you're going to learn so much from her today. So let's jump in, Melissa. Tell me why you love foiling. What, What do you love about it when using it with paper crafting? So this is, it kind of, for me, goes back to being a graphic designer. And when we create something like an invitation to a 50th birthday party or a wedding announcement, foil is the thing that a graphic designer adds that really takes it to the next level. So when paper crafting started introducing foil treatments to papers and stickers, I thought, wow, this is this is great. This is the next level of pretty for paper crafting. So for me, it is kind of a, a leftover from being a graphic designer just to be able to add foil to the things that I create in my home instead of just the things that I create for work. So for me, it's, you know, if something is special, I add foil to it or I'll be honest, I add foil to a lot of things (laughs) because it's just pretty. And I love shiny and colors and there's so much beautiful foil on the market today. Every color, holographic, iridescent, sparkly foil. So it just lets you add something extra to every project that you do. It does. It just, it makes it pop and it takes it to that next level. It's that extra special touch that you can put on your projects. So what 
when I think of the crafting with foil, at first I kind of thought, oh, it looks kind of difficult. There's a lot to know before I get started. And you're going to break it down for us on what we really need to know. And it's pretty basic when you understand there's a couple different types of foiling. Um, so can you just explain what the differences are maybe among the foiling tools out there? Sure, Stephanie. There's three main types of crafting foil. There's what I call decor foil, which you use mainly with adhesives. And then there is reactive foil, which needs a medium like a transfer gel, a hot foil gel, or toner ink to react with the foil to get it to stick to the paper. And then there's heat activated foil, which doesn't need a medium, but it needs heat. And those are the three main types of foil. So if you're shopping for foil, most of the time it will tell you what kind of foil it is. Is it reactive? Is it activated by heat? Or do you just need adhesive to use it? Okay, so let's start with maybe the heat foil. I'm going to buy that foil. What are the different heat tools that I'm going to need to use with it? Okay, so there's a couple of um, main ways to use the heat-activated foil. Um, one of them is the We Are Memory Keepers foil quill, um, which you use with your Cricut machine or your Silhouette machine. And that's like a pen, right? It's like a pen. They also have a freestyle version of that pen, which you plug into your computer or into um, like a, a phone charger, and you can use that. So those are a heat source. They get warm, and you just put the foil down on top of your paper and draw. Or if you're using the one um, the foil quill that works with your Cricut, you load up artwork into your um, Cricut or your Silhouette software, replace the cutting blade with the foil quill pen, and it will draw on top of the foil in your cutting machine instead of cutting, and that will leave you with a beautiful um, foil drawing or accent or lettering or whatever you choose to do it that way. So those pens seem like a really great option. You can get different tips, right? So you can do a very fine tip, you can do a broader tip and really endless possibilities because you can write names with it. You could draw something with it. And all you have to do is plug it into your computer to heat up that pen and you're ready to go. So that seems pretty easy. It is. You can also use them with a stencil and keep in mind that all the heat activated foil works with those. So all the different colors, all the metallic colors, beautiful springy and summery colors, iridescent. You can add those accents in your own handwriting with the freestyle pen or with any um, SVG or PNG artwork that works with your Cricut or Silhouette machine. So a lot of possibilities with that and a lot of possibilities to duplicate things. So if you're maybe making some uh, party invitations or party favors, you can print and uh, repeat your design for 100 invitations or 50 candy bar wrappers with the foil quill that works in the cutting machines. Because once you load the design, you just keep feeding in the, the paper and you'll make your creation over and over and over again. That is so smart. And I've seen Heidi Swap make the cutest candy bar wrappers. She does so many things with foiling um, and just makes everything look beautiful. It does. It's taking it to the next level. Is there any other way to use that heat activated foil? 
There are uh, two different systems called um, the Spellbinders Glimmer Hot Foil System and the Crafters Companion Gemini Foil Press. Those two systems use the um, heat-activated foil in a very different way. So instead of a pen creating heat and and activating the foil, you do basically what graphic designers and printing companies do is you create, you use a plate to, you heat up a plate on their machine and then put foil on top of the plate and put your card or your paper or whatever you want the foil to go on. You can even um, put the foil onto fabric or a lightweight wood and you put that on the plate that's been heated and then you run that through your die cutting machine and it uses the pressure from your die cutting machine plus the heat to get the foil to stay on your paper. So that is what I'm familiar with as a designer. Um, when you want to add a heat to a project, you create a plate basically of the, the areas that you want to be foiled. And this is the same thing. So you have a plate and you put the heat and the foil and you run it through this die cutting machine and it's you know, just magic. And it's an addition to your die cutting system but it lets you repeat that foil over and over and over again. So if you're creating your Christmas cards and you're going to make 50 or 60 cards, you buy a plate and you buy the foil and you can make beautiful foiled Christmas cards for everyone that you know and just just by putting them through your die cutting machine that you already probably have. Yeah, that is really neat. And those plates, there's some beautiful designs that you can choose from backgrounds and all different options that you can use. And I watched one of the videos, the classes on scrapbook.com about the glitter or the glimmer hot foils um, system. And it is really neat to see how that works where it just heats it up. You kind of do your sandwich of the of the paper and the foil and putting it all together and then just sending it through that die cutting machine to kind of finish it off. And it sounds complicated, but once you see how it works, it's pretty simple. It is. And you can also use many of your cutting dies in the same way. So instead of cutting with them, if you use them with these platforms that heat up, then you'll be able to um, foil with those instead. So if you have alphabet dies, I have a lot of alphabet dies. They're my favorite. Yeah, You can use those with the Glimmer system and the Gemini foil press system to uh, create alphabets on your projects. So same type of thing. You would just put it on that hot plate and heat it up? Yeah. So if you want to Uh, invest in one of these machines, once you get it and you've tried it with some plates, then get your dies out and just kind of run them through with your foil scraps and see which ones work best because you'll get some that, you know, will make a great, beautiful foil design and others where, you know, maybe it's not exactly what you wanted, but experimentation, that's how we find the fun stuff in crafting. Oh, that's good to know because yeah, if you can get more use out of those dies, that's even better. Absolutely. Okay, so let's move on then to our reactive transfer foil. And what are the different kind of mediums that you would use to be able to transfer that foil to your project? There are so many different ways to get the reactive foil to stay with your paper. And most of them are going to require that you run them through a laminating machine or the mink machine to get, like, to finish the... um, the process of getting the foil on your paper. There is transfer gel and hot foil gel. Um, 
they're really similar to like a, a texture medium. Those are great if you are wanting to use a stencil and you just use them with your stencil, just like any other stencil medium with a scraper, with a spatula, lift your stencil, let them dry just a little bit. You don't have to let it completely dry. You can dry it till it's tacky, then put your foil down and run that through your mink or laminator. And when it comes out, it'll just be gorgeous foil design on your um, project. There's also uh, paints, reactive paints, that um, you can use in much the same way as that. Um, reactive screen inks, reactive sprays. If you look at the mink line, they have several different ways that you can put a design onto paper and then add your foil. Then uh, Deco Foil has a few different kinds too, and Crafters Workshop has um, some other mediums that you can use with your uh, reactive foil. You can also use some adhesives. So our scrapbook.com smart glue, if you let the glue dry until it's just tacky, um, then you can use that with your uh, reactive foil as well. And then there are different toner inks, right? That you can you can buy as well. And you can use any stamp that you have if you use that toner ink with it and then put the foil down and it'll transfer. Yes. Is that right? So Heidi Swap's line has toner ink that um, you can purchase with a, an ink pad that doesn't have any ink on it. And so you add the toner ink to it. And then you can use all of your photopolymer and rubber stamps to create a design with the toner ink. So that's something that I, I forgot to mention is that the reactive foil also works with printers that use toner ink, which is typically called laser printers. So if you have an inkjet printer, that's probably not the right one. You mm -hmm. need a, a, a laser printer that uses toner. And you can print anything with that and run that through your mink or laminator with the foil and the foil will react with the toner ink. So when you purchase the toner ink for stamping, it's the same thing. So you're just creating with your stamps, which you probably own. If you're like me, you probably have a bunch. You can make letters on a scrapbook page that way. You can put sentiments on a card. Uh, so many ways that you can use that toner ink with some of the craft supplies you already have to add foil to your projects. So let's talk about that. So you would you would stamp it, you'd put the foil down, and then you run it through like a mink machine, right? Mm -hmm. Right. And that's the heat that uh, the machine has plus the press is what makes the foil react with the toner ink or with the hot foil gel or transfer paint or, or whatever medium you choose. It's that heat and the press together. With the added benefit of it comes out really flat. So if you're using a wetter medium like a gel or a paint, you know, when you use that on paper, sometimes we'll make your paper ruffle a little bit. When you run it through that laminator or mink machine, it's going to smooth it out, kind of iron it with heat and come out just perfectly flat and beautiful and shiny because you foiled it. That's right. So if I don't have a machine, I don't have the mink, what are some other options that I could use for getting foil onto my projects? So I have found that you can use a double-sided adhesive. I like our clear double-sided adhesive for this, but you can also use several different types of glues to hold foil down. And I've tried this with 
all the foil I have, and that's many types of reactive and heat activated foil. If you put down some nice adhesive like a stripe or you can punch shapes out like punch out circle shapes and or even die cut shapes out and just put the adhesive down, put the foil on top, press it down with your fingers or use a brayer or a scraper to smooth it out and then gently, and I mean gently, pull the, the foil back because sometimes it's it might stick to the foil, but if you peel it back gently, you'll get a beautiful foil result without needing any tools, without needing any heat, just foil and adhesive. So easy. And everyone has so easy. adhesive, right? So we can do this. Yeah. So all you need to experiment is to buy one little pack of foil. And that would be you know, a great place to start. Just get your quarter inch double-sided adhesive, put some stripes down on the edge of a card or on a traveler's notebook page, and then put your foil down and voila, you have a beautiful foiled result. I love it. So back to the foils in the machines. One thing I wanted to ask is, can you use any type of foil in any machine or is there a certain kind you need? So yes. So the Glimmer Hot Foil and the Gemini Foil Press, you're just using the heat activated kind. You don't need a medium with those. And the Mink Even though it's got heat, you still need a medium. So that's where you use the reactive foil. Okay. So it's kind of, you know, if you choose to go down the mink path, you're probably going to end up with a lot of reactive foil in your foil collection. If you invest in the Glimmer Hot Foil System or the Gemini Foil Press, then you're probably going to end up with a bunch of heat-activated foil in your collection. But both of those in my experience, work well with adhesive. Oh, good to know. Okay, that's awesome. What is the best way, if I'm going to add foil to like a handmade card, I'm just making one, I'm not mass producing. Mm -hmm. What is your go-to technique for adding foil to a card? Well, it depends on what I want to do. If I wanted to do a background, let's say I wanted to put um, a floral background on a card, I would probably do a stencil with um, some transfer gel or reactive paint and stencil the the paint onto the card and then use the foil with my mink machine that way. If I was stamping um, a background and I had a big background stamp, I'd use the toner ink to stamp the card and then put the foil on and run that through the mink. That would be, for me, I think the the way that I would do it. I like stenciling and um, using foil with my stencils a lot because mm-hmm. kind of you have a lot of control over where you put your design. And I am be- much better at getting a stencil in the right place than getting a stamp in the right place. That's mm-hmm. more my, my jam is the stenciling. Okay, awesome. What is your favorite thing to craft foil? So I think for me, um, I'm a memory planner. That's my number one paper craft. So I buy planners and instead of writing what's going to happen in them, because <laughs> I'm not really good at planning, I write what happened in them because I like to um, reminisce and keep track of things. And I write down a lot of uh, everything in my planners with photos. And so for me, my favorite project is to take the pages 
out of my planners. So I use Happy Planners and Webster's Pages planners where the pages are removable. I take the page out and like, for instance, um, I might take the bottom third of a page and where I know like we didn't do a lot that week, so there's not a lot to write. And I'll just stencil some big stripes, big bold stripes with my uh, reactive paint and then put the foil on top or run it through the mink and it flattens it out. And it just looks so pretty because here's this planner page that's just been foiled exactly how I want it. And so even if you buy a really plain planner um, or you're just starting with a, a really blank page, you can make it look gorgeous with foil just by removing it from your uh, planner and running it through your mink. So smart. It just gives it that wow effect. It does. And you can do that for any scrapbook layout as well, right? I mean, any any page that you're doing that you're thinking, oh, maybe it doesn't have enough pizzazz. You could just right. add something to it. And, and right. I love the adhesive option where, again, you can mm-hmm. just die cut the, the adhesive and then put the foil right. right onto it and adhere it to your page, right? Yeah. So if you're um, using traveler's notebooks, which are a little bit bulky and sometimes won't go through a laminator, you can, you can die cut um, double-sided adhesive sheets and put a big heart on your traveler's notebook page to get some beautiful red uh, foil and press it down. And, you know, like, said, give it a, a really good press and maybe use a brayer or a scraper to smooth it out and then lift and you've got a beautiful big red foil heart without using any special tools that you probably didn't already have. And it's, you know, you, it just takes that project to the next level and makes it shiny. Yeah, it does. Now, are there adhesive pens specifically for this as well that you can use? There are adhesive and toner pens. So that would be your adhesive reaction, but also your reactive foil. So if you have a mink machine and um, you want to use a toner pen to do some drawing or outlining or anything that you would normally do with a pen, you can buy toner pens and draw and create anything that you want. Little polka dots. You can do this on a planner page or on a front of a card. On the inside of a card, you could sign your name and put down some foil and run that through your machine. So the adhesive pens are basically the same thing. Um, It's going to be an adhesive that will act as a reactive, um, act with your reactive foil. And uh, I think Heidi Swap has one, and I believe ThermoWeb has one too. So it's just like using any glue pen. You just write with it and run it through your machine, and you've got a beautiful foil accent on whatever project you're working on. It's so sounds so easy. I've it got, is so easy. Yeah, I'm so excited to try that. Um, what tips do you have for us? You've been doing foiling for quite a while. What have you found that works or doesn't work? Or what, what tips would you give to someone just starting out? Sure. I have two really important tips. First, you need some really good scissors and you need to hide them from your family because they <laughs> should be key. sharp. They should be sharp scissors. I um, purchased the Heidi Swap foil scissors. I love those. And I keep them with my foils so no one can take them and use them on uh, whatever the people in this house cut, <laughs> cut with that ruins my scissors. But keep those scissors separate and don't use them on papers and don't use them on, you know, to separate dyes or anything. Let them stay sharp and they will cut your foil like butter. So that's tip number one. 
second tip is to save all your foil scraps and experiment. And most foil comes in a little box or a little container of some kind, so it's really easy to keep your teeny scraps with the big sheets. And the reason I say this is because if you've got a medium and you're not sure if the foil that you have will work with it, just try a little corner because you don't need much foil to know if that foil will work with you know, this laminating machine or this um, Gemini foil press. It just takes a little bit. Don't throw them away. Even when you think, oh, I'd probably never use this design, you might just want to see, does this foil work here? So I just save all my scraps and, and try them out with different adhesives and that, you know, experimentation. That's what crafting is all about and how we find out how to do really cool stuff. Absolutely. I was just watching a video Heidi Swap did for scrapbook.com on foiling and kind of mm -hmm. taking projects to the next level. And she did just that. She took the little scrap. She had this butterfly stamp um, that she'd cut out and um, she just did the kind of adhering, you know, with the little scraps that she had and just added so much pizzazz to that butterfly with like little cheetah print spots and, mm -hmm. and different things. And so there's just endless possibilities when it comes to the foiling and how you can add that to any project that you're working on. Absolutely. It is so fun. And I, you know, I have quite a collection of foil and I love it and it's pretty and I keep thinking of new fun things to do with it. And even in preparing for this podcast, I thought of some ways that I should be using my foil and I'm not. So I'm going to start doing that. Well, and in preparing for this podcast, I've added several foils to my cart um, so that I can now purchase them and start playing because you've made it so like you've broken it down to make it so easy and understandable. And I'm not as intimidated as I was before. So I just I thank you for sharing all of that information with us. Sure. Is there anything else you want to add before we close? Well, in case you're wondering what the thing is that I've never done that I wanted to do, um, that was just to take some paint and some reactive paint, put it on some plain cardstock and kind of in a just a big rectangle and foil it and then use my alphabet dies to cut foil letters oh. on my die cutting machine. So really kind of creating some foil cardstock where I, you know, from some, I don't know, scrap of, of old cardstock I probably wasn't going to use, and then just use that to cut out foil letters. Because that's my thing right now is, is alphabet dies. I'm on kind of an alphabet die kick, yes. and I've been using them in my planners. And so you kind of get like a foil alphabet sticker look with whatever kind of foil you want, whatever alphabet you have dies for. So that's my, my like, I'm excited to, to get to do that. That is so smart. That is so smart. So you'll foil before you do the die cut mm -hmm. and you're just kind of reversing right. that. I so love it. So basically just making a sheet of foiled paper. And because I have a, a large collection of <laughs> foil. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I love the colors. And that's, you know, that's what draws me to it is like, ooh, look at that, you know, shade of pink. And I'll just buy it without a project in mind. But I can use alphabets in any color. Yes. I love the cheetah print foil. Yeah. I'm like, I've got to get that one. Or rainbowy ones. There's no end, is there? No, there's not. It's so pretty. That so. is fun. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and for inspiring us. We just appreciate you every time. We're excited to have oh, you on great. again, I'm sure. And thank you again, Melissa. 
If you'd like to know more about any of the items we discussed today, please visit our show notes at scrapbook.com slash podcast, where you can find all of the links to those products, as well as to an article that goes over everything you need to know about foiling. Scrapbook.com carries over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You'll also benefit from nearly 200,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. Happiness is life handmade. I drive doodles of eccentric faces in the margin spaces of a